welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are so close to the end of the OC. I know. <laughs> Truly oh, wild. Man. I was I was talking to this uh you know, like this girl that I know, this person that I've conversed with on social media. That's how the world <laughs> works now. You don't actually know anyone, you just talk to yeah. strangers in the void. It's true. Uh, she was talking about one tree hill and like how she started rewatching and like how like peyton was just like that was the original like squad goals right like and like inspiration was to be peyton i was like oh my god like we're just about to get to one tree hill and she's like what i was like oh yeah you know the whole like oh we have a podcast whatever but we're finishing up the oc but like it's so crazy to think that we're actually like so close to ending the oc i know it feels i mean like it was a long time ago but like it seemed just like wild to think of it when we started that <laughs> i know we would get here four episodes oh, away we, from the end man. we are on season four episode 12 the groundhog day <laughs> throwing back oh, to a little uh, bill murray good times good times <laughs> i love that movie i definitely have not seen it in like actual ever like for sure not this century uh, but yeah, oh, it's really? so good. I don't, I can't, I, there's no way I've seen it in the 2000s. There's no way. I've definitely seen it at least once or twice, but I also yeah. feel like that's one of those movies that I don't necessarily watch in its entirety. It's like one that, like, if I'm at my parents and it's on TV, I will yeah. continue watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't watched it start to finish in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and we, oh my God, we do not start <laughs> in the colon kitchen. No, we do not. <laughs> we do not. Oh, we start whole... with, with Taylor looking sketchy. <laughs> I just. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part is like, so she's on the phone with Caitlin. Yes. Um. And somehow they get into the conversation about Ryan. I don't remember exactly how this conversation starts. Something about her being home for dinner? Yeah, because, like, no one else is home for dinner. Yeah. She's, like, Caitlin's wondering where she is, but, like, she's not coming home. And Caitlin kind of starts talking about Kirsten's birthday party. But then somehow, like, she, yeah, I think Caitlin asks, like, how are things with Ryan? And she's like, I told you that, like, we're giving each other space or something. Yes. (laughs) If by space... (laughs) You mean stalking him from the upper balcony of the mall where he works, waiting for him to get off shift, looking sketchy enough that store owners have informed the security guard who then tells you to leave because you've been loitering there for seven hours with binoculars. With, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Now, whilst we have all gone places to view crushes in some form oh, or whatever yeah like please totally the accidentally running into thing come on that's like the oldest trick in the book yeah like i'm not 100 like and i fully support that like fully do it um oh no i always come to this starbucks 20 blocks out of my way um <laughs> but like why did she need binoculars i don't know because it's not that far away it's literally like the second level of them all like <laughs> And yeah, like, I just, it was so like, funny. what is she doing with them? I know, just, cause like, the security guard, like, people have, like, started to complain. You're just like, oh my god, Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. <laughs> so, 
obviously not really giving him space. <laughs> Which is funny because the whole space thing was her idea. Correct. Like, Ryan doesn't even want space. I know. So, anyway. I mean, I do feel like that, as much as that's so, like, such a TV thing, I feel like that does kind of, I feel like I might, I mean, not the stalking part of it, but that, like, <laughs> me not actually wanting space, but being like, we need space. I, I feel like I probably do that. <laughs> that's fair. That's probably something I do as well. We are emotionally well people. Yes. Hundo. <laughs> Hundo. Like... Huh. It's fine. So, so Julie and Caitlin are having a uh, frozen lasagna dinner. Yep. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, Caitlin's not impressed, but they're low on cash, apparently. Yeah, well, because Julie doesn't have a job anymore. Right. She no longer works at New Match. <laughs> after, you know, her prostitution ring got busted wide open. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But so they're just like sitting down to dinner and Julie gets a call. So she goes off and Caitlin's just like, cool, great. There's five people that live in this house and I end up eating alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh, Caitlin. And she says that she's like five people. And I was like, five people. And I'm like, Julie, Caitlin, Summer, Taylor. Oh. Oh, right. I actually didn't even do that math. No, because she said like, because she very clearly said five. And I was like. Right, like I just like didn't girls. think about the fact that that there was actually only four of them, um, and I didn't figure out that the fifth person was unfortunately our least favorite person. <laughs> well, yeah, because Julie's like sneaking off to take this phone call, and she's clearly yeah. like clearly sneaking and like making yeah. plans for a date, but yeah. then she has to like sneak elsewhere because Jay is like chanting too loud, and I was like, oh, he's the fifth person. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, because his soulmate is Seth. I just like my notes are literally just like Che, and then in quotation marks, chanting, and then O M G. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like the. I never remember how to pronounce it. The I Ching. Yeah. Is that so, how you say it? Yeah, I think so. Um, which is like a, a Chinese, an ancient Chinese form of divination using sticks. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like Summer, like some again, like and like Summer just kind of walks in and is talking to him as if it's no big deal that he's just in there. Yeah. You're like, why? Why are you there? Why? Never mind why doing yourself? Why? I'm just like, and going on about like, oh, you know, it's like an invisible universe current and this and that and trying to figure out his soulmate and Summer's just like you just need to spend time with them. Right. Because of course she doesn't realize that it's Seth. Right. Because he, he says something to you like about how like you know I would never hurt you right aside from like getting you kicked out of school because of course he's implying that he's going to like steal Seth from her but I'm just like right. why does no one well, care that he's just there? I know. I know, but this is after this whole thing about like he ends up going on about the groundhog and how he doesn't like that it's being stuck in a cage, and that's yeah. when Summer's like, "Do not involve me in this," because last time I got kicked out of Brown, and that's when he's like, "Oh yeah, I'd never do anything to hurt you, right?" Like that was not intentional. He's the worst. He's the worst, and I'm so sick of him. <laughs> yes, we're close. We're almost there. Like forty-two minutes away. <laughs> Thank God. 
Oh, but then we go to the Coens. <laughs> right. Oh, and we, because, yeah, so at this point we know that it's, like, Kirsten's birthday soon. Yeah. But Sandy and the boys are, like, about to go to see a South Korean movie, and Kirsten's yeah. not coming with them. And, you know, but we can tell she's just, like, being weird. She's definitely being weird, yeah. And so, of course, the guys leave, and they're like, oh, we're planning a surprise party. But then, like, Kirsten just, like, calls her doctor, and it's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, they both, they all note, too, that she seems like she's, like, yeah. really bummed out about her birthday. Like, oh, she's not happy about turning 40. Like, yeah. It's not so much that I was bummed. Is that now watching this, I was like, I am in a very different place in my life than Kirsten Cohen <laughs> at 40. Very, very different. Right? Like, girl, you've had your own company. You have a husband. Two fully grown sons, a really nice house. You're doing all right. Yeah. Just like wild. Like, just. You know? <laughs> Man. It's, like, it's always so funny, like, watching TV, like, no matter what, every, it just always seems like older, right? Like, when we were, you know, like, when friends. Yes, well, that's what I was thinking when this was happening, right? I was like, okay, she doesn't look old. Like, she doesn't by any means look no. old. But I would still look at Kirsten Cohen and be like, she's older than you. Right? Yes, absolutely. Because, like, you know, like, when when Friends was actually on, they were, I guess, supposed to kind of be, like, late 20s, and then it went into, like, their, like, yeah. late 30s, 40s, whatever. Because, like, that's what we grew right? So, like, at that point, like, we were, like, you know, everyone was, like, 15, and, you know, like, teenagers. So they were, like, this, you know, 10 plus years older. And so, so, like, now when you watch it, you still see that like age gap Mm -hmm. except like i have no age it's just like all these shows that i watch and it's always like uh oh okay (laughs) yeah right yeah but then we cut to the theme song yes they're planning her birthday party which i didn't even make note of in my notes how terrible of me normally i note it in all caps just as california is bullet point (laughs) I draw a line across. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make a note of where that happened. Anyway, yeah, because like the guys are all in the car and they're talking about how like Sandy's yeah. the best at like planning birthday parties and he could work for the CIA because <laughs> he's so good at planning surprise parties. <laughs> yeah. oh my God! <sighs> but then it's the next morning. <laughs> so yeah, so that's just you know sleeping. Yep. In his room, yeah. as you do. Yeah. Um, and who was there when he <laughs> awakened? But Che. What a horrifying thing to wake up to. Like, so bad. And, like, literally, there's a moment where it says, like, wait, am I dreaming? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, and then Che starts going on about the groundhog again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or, like, I don't think he specifically says anything about the groundhog yet. He's, yeah. He says something about, like, the subjugation of animals. Um, sorry about that weird little banging. I almost knocked my water glass over. <laughs> keeping it real. Keeping it real. I could tell. Um, I could tell. It was like, that sounded like a plink on a glass. It totally was. was We're just so it. enraged by Che. Yeah, truly, though. Like. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I guess he's going to rope Seth into this. Yeah. 
has to free Newport Chuck from the... Oh, that's right. I forgot the... <laughs> I almost called it a beaver. Um, <laughs> the crown. So, yeah, for like this Newport Day. Groundhog Day Festival that yeah. like we've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like Summer makes a valid point. I can't remember when she makes this point, if it's previous to this. It is, yeah. Um, okay, about like why they even do a Groundhog Day because yeah. like they don't really have winter and the whole point of Groundhog Day is predicting how much winter is left. Yeah. <laughs> Her yeah, point, Summer Roberts. Yeah, when she even says, she's like, yeah, like I've heard of the festival, but like, so at least it's not one of those things where like, in theory, they've supposed to have been going to this this whole time and we just didn't right. know about it. No, they definitely have not been going. They do not. Go. It just seems like a very non-Newport thing to do yeah it's so weird mostly i think because in my head like groundhog day i mean obviously the movie yes. where there very much is snow on the ground yeah like if this was gilmore girls i would buy this 100 right but like i feel like you need to be somewhere cold yeah because it changes the sky and the clouds and the shadows even if they were at brown yes i'd be like okay <laughs> yes seems like a providence thing that could happen because like they could just couldn't have come up of, with some other thing where like they could it's because they needed to steal an animal yeah and have people spoiler in animal costumes yes that was literally it so they must have been like okay and also like they were like okay we're basically tied to it being february so what can we do yeah <laughs> how do we get an animal and animal costumes <laughs> Oh my god. So then we get Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin and the twins who oh my god. I'm still not sure about their purpose. <laughs> it's because like they're tied to the old OC in a way that we understand and Caitlin needs to have people around her to talk to to progress I mean, her stuff. Like that is a fair point. It really, it really does, in a lot of these episodes, feel like they kind of shoehorn Caitlyn into it. Totally. Like, they're not really sure what to do with her. Yeah, no, it's literally just a way so that she can speak things out loud that she's going to do. It, it could have just been, like, completely... You're right, that is their purpose. Complete random new characters, and, like, this is Caitlyn's best friend, Jennifer. Because it doesn't matter. Like, we just... But because we see it's yeah. the twins, there's just enough of that, okay, Luke, you know... The main kids, we understand. This is a fair point. And then, right? Because isn't that always like in like a play yeah. or in a book or whatever, you know? Like, because you need someone to like, that's all it is. That's why we don't know which one's which. And I still don't know which one's which. I actually don't even know their names. One is definitely Brad. Okay. I don't know which one Brad But is. I 100% do not know the other's name. They're kind of just thing one and thing two to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thing one being the curly-haired one. Thing two being the other one. Yes. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> they're there. Caitlin is emailing Bullet as Julie. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to figure out what to say to him. I guess. And yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. we think the twins are giving her bad advice. It actually ends up kind of working. Yeah. <laughs> so in this most recent email that she's writing, she ends up writing, I miss your butt. 
And Caitlin's like, no, I can't do that. Like, what the hell? It's not going to work. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what's happening there. I was going to say kids these days, but it's actually like, ugh, kids in 2007. I mean, also that, though. <laughs> oh. San- oh. There's all these, like, this is like Sandy and Ryan are, like, off trying to get Kirsten's oh, yes. birthday present. Right. And, of course, it's always just like, so what's happening with Taylor? What's happening with Taylor? Oh, my God, right? Oh. But then... Oh my god, Taylor's at like not like a general psychiatrist therapist, some sort of emotional addiction yeah. counselor or something. Yeah. Um speaking of friends, that woman isn't friends. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um so yes, yeah, Taylor's like telling this woman all about Ryan and then about how she was stalking him. Oh, and yeah. then, like, explains her entire, like, weird stalking process. <laughs> Which, of, like, like a... logging everything in a scrapbook and, like... Well, and then, because, like, that throws back to that <laughs> scrapbook that she had made for Ryan. Right, which he was looking at in the previous scene. And it, well, like, it kind of, when she gave it to him, they kind of had, like, a joke about her, like, stalking him, haha, whatever. But it was all stuff that sort of made sense you know like oh right. a thing from this or like a picture of this although i do have to say it is weird that she had his hospital bracelet like did she ask for that did she fish it out of the trash yeah that 100 percent was out of the trash for sure <laughs> like um but yeah like it's just ugh. it's different to just like daydream and like oh haha, whatever but like this was oh yeah well, and it's funny, though, because as she's saying it all out loud, that's when she's like, oh, my God, I sound like a lunatic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, Taylor. Man. Was she self-aware? Yeah. That's definitely, like, the one good thing. She's all, like, she's always been fully aware of exactly who she is. Yeah. <laughs> so then, oh, my God. We get this scene of Julie just, like, taking art off the wall. Oh, I missed that part. Like, I already didn't see what she was doing. I knew this, like... Yeah, no, okay, because this is my question. She's ta- She takes down, like, at least six different pieces of art. Because she's going to sell them. But what she says to Caitlin is, Neil and I bought them in Cabo. I'm like, all of them? <laughs> Because, like, I remember them talking about Cabo, but I missed... bought, like, six pieces of art in Cabo? Like, <laughs> especially because of all the places in Mexico, Cabo doesn't seem like, like, the art-thriving place. Like, if you were in Mexico City or, like, I don't well, know, they... isn't Cabo more like a party town? Well, and they also just don't seem like people that would, like, be looking for art when they're going on, like, a Mexican sexy trip. Right. You know? Whatever. So I had questions about that. Fair. But, I mean, sure, that's yeah. fine. Anyway, and also because they need the money, so she's selling them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, and I love that she says that Neil and I bought as though any of her money was put into purchasing this art <laughs> at that yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julie. Um. But Caitlin's there and she ends up bringing the conversation 
around to Bullet, who's coming home from I Dubai. Who's in Dubai? Yeah. Um. And who still thinks they're dating because. Caitlin's been emailing him this entire time. And Julia's like, no, why would he think that? Like, we're definitely not dating. Yeah. And Caitlin's like, uh. <laughs> he still thinks you are, though. Like. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, as far as scheming goes, I suppose she comes by it, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then, like, the doorbell rings, and Caitlin answers it, and it's this guy with a flower delivery with a little note for Julie saying something about, like, how he can't wait to see her at dinner or something. Yeah. Which Caitlin immediately chucks in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think in the recycling bin. Yes, unless that was... in the U.S. are different. <laughs> I I clocked that as well. I was like, that's the blue a bin. recycling she bin. She threw it in the blue bin. <laughs> <laughs> Also, that's a giant bin to have for your own house. Yeah, like, it was, like, a full-on, like... It's, like, a full-on, like, like the ones we had at the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like, a place of business-sized bin. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ones we have at my apartment building for yeah. the entire ten floors. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, but then Kirsten, is this when she just, she calls the doctor. She doesn't actually go yet, right? Or does she uh, go? No, this is when she's, she's at the doctor's oh, okay. office. Yeah. Cause she's telling her that she's been really tired and like has some nausea and mm-hmm. I think has been like a little dizzy or something. Yeah. And just like feeling out of sorts. Just generally feeling unwell. Yep. And so the doctor's like, okay, we'll do some blood work. See how things are. Mm-hmm. And again, going. Very much points out, oh, I see you're turning 40 tomorrow. Yes. Many, many a reminder of the 40. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mostly just because, like, again, that was just uh, hitting hard, hitting hard. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> then it's stupid Che. Yes. So, like... Newport Chuck is in like a little pen. Yeah. The kind that you see in the middle of a mall that has animals in it. <laughs> Ugh, why is this a thing? <laughs> like a petting zoo style yeah. pen. Anyway. Um, Seth is kind of just like doesn't really seem bothered. He's like, I don't know, man. This groundhog seems fine. Like, Yeah, because it doesn't sound like he's, you know, struggling in any way and seth doesn't realize at this point that i think che wants to like free aka steal the groundhog right he's like wait what (laughs) yeah right he says something about like i'm not gonna help you steal newport chuck yeah Uh, but then i don't know che has some i don't even know what he says to get seth to be like okay fine yeah he's dramatic about it though I remember that much. <laughs> yeah, well, because that's just it. Like, I don't even listen to Che when he speaks anymore. This is the problem, is that I tune him out. So then my notes about what's happening with Che are just, like, really <laughs> sparse. Because I'm just like, I don't care what this man is saying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so then we have Bullet and Caitlin talking over the phone. 
talk on the phone in this show. Yeah, lots of phone calls today. Now that this used to be a thing, yeah, that people did on a regular basis. <laughs> and well, and like, yeah, it's this weird. I think we've sort of like circled back around now because yes. of the pandemic. We're like, I would be, <laughs> I would be willing to talk to my friends on the phone. <laughs> well, it's so funny now because I think it's on Instagram. Instagram? No, no, no. I think it's on Facebook Messenger. Um where it's like make a voice call and I'm like so like a regular phone call like, yeah like... like just a call like just just a phone call <laughs> why are we not calling get a voice call like, yeah. <laughs> let's just talk it on the phone guys <laughs> how it was forever <laughs> but yeah everybody's calling everybody um so yeah like oh yeah because Bullet's coming back and he has a they're being like secretive because he wants to go to the jewelry store yeah because oh my god because of the emails that right. Caitlin has been sending as Julie, he's decided he's completely in love with Julie and wants to propose to her. I will say that the people in this television show really, really like to jump to marriage like immediately. Oh, yeah. This comes up again later in the episode. Sure like, does. Like, Neil did it. This is clearly a pattern he had, which I thought was specific to him, but, like, I guess not. And it's the, like, I'm all, and obviously I would, like, I'm all for, like, diving into the relationship. Like, sure, it's been a day, but, I mean, not that I would necessarily say in love, but, like, that, like, oh, we're in love. But you don't have to put anything into legal paperwork. Right, and also, like, I don't know. Shouldn't they, like, actually spend more time together? Right. They've hardly spent any time together. It just really seems like such a rich person thing to do. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Because, like, the finance stuff, like, doesn't matter to them. I mean, that's that's a good point. Weddings are expensive, so you're generally not just jumping into them. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway, it all seems very dramatic and yes. rushed, but <laughs> sure. So then, I mean, anyway, Caitlin thinks it's a good idea. Yep. So, she gives him the go-ahead, which is probably a mistake. Probably. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Summer is helping Taylor... Um, pack up i hesitate to use the phrase ryan's things i wrote down mementos <laughs> okay uh because that doesn't necessarily mean they were actually ryan's but it's something that is tied well, to I a mean, memory of I ryan think they Taylor. were technically ryan's at one point they're just not really the kinds of things he would ever <laughs> want back like <laughs> an old ticket stub mm-hmm. i think was one of them and a toothpick I mean, one was the teddy bear. That's true. The teddy bear is valid. The toothpick is not. No. The toothpick is not valid. No. Are you trying to get a DNA sample? Like, well, and like the ticket stub. That's the only reason to steal somebody's toothpick. Yeah. Ticket stub, totally understand. Like, that is actually like, that's a cute thing to like keep. Oh, this was the time like we went to see whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really need anything that involves someone's mouth leftovers. No, it's gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't even want to keep my own toothpick. I don't want to touch my own toothpick. Right? I want it to go immediately in the garbage. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, Summer kind of thinks she's a little bit nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and also, she's like, if you and Ryan just like each other, like, ditch this whole therapist thing and just go for it. Like, do you need to be doing this? Yeah. But, but Taylor's so convinced that, like, yeah. she's going to lose him either way. So she might as well just, like, yeah. and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> then uh, Roll Ryan is out with Sandy. Yes. Um, and Caitlin is also out waiting by the jewelry store for Bullet and Ryan yeah. sees her and they're just like chatting. Um, <laughs> and of course he asks about Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and then it's hilarious because Caitlin says that she's been weirder than normal. <laughs> and Ryan's like, what? Yeah. Like, how? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember what else happens in that conversation, to be honest. Uh, it's mostly just that. Like, she's kind of, like, ducking away because she want, doesn't want anyone to, like, oh, see right. her. Or she thinks she might see Julie. Or I think yeah. she doesn't want people to see her with Bullet. Yeah. But, yeah, it's literally just, like, Taylor's acting weirder than normal. And you're just like, oh, that's maybe not good. Yeah. Because um, then Sandy comes and is talking to Ryan and, like, you know says hi hi to Caitlin and make sure like she's coming to the to the birthday party and they keep right. talking about how like Kirsten's present has been lost right. somehow cuz yeah so they don't have it for some reason yeah and then like bullet shows up and he's playing some middle Persian eastern love song yeah, yeah Persian love song yeah on like a hilarious 2007 cell phone right that's what I took most away from that scene was just like looking at that cell phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I know so we've talked about before, but they're just Google it's just, tele- they're cell so phones small. of the aughts and be surprised. So funny. They're so small and a thick with two yes, C's kind of like way. dense. Yeah. <laughs> like they were solid. I mean, to be fair, they were also fairly indestructible. Oh, yeah. Like... You could run over one of those little Nokias with a car and it'd probably still be all right. <laughs> I think they actually did that. It was like a test and it yeah. was fine. It still made calls. Also, the battery life on them lasted a thousand years, but oh, I think yeah. that's probably just because you weren't doing 5,000 things on it. Because you weren't watching TikTok for three hours? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> During a pandemic when you have nothing else to do and no dopamine in your brain, so you just continually look at social media for a thousand hours a day? So then we end up in a van. Oh my god! With Seth and Jay, and Seth has uh, Jay has like the blueprints to City Hall because the groundhog is being kept at City Hall, which like fine. But they have to like get up onto the roof, and then it turns into some kind of yeah. Like, was it City Hall? I can't remember. It was they said something something, and I kind of got distracted. But then Seth was talking about how he'd always wanted to go for. The tour, because there was some kind of tour, because, like... Oh, okay. Right. Jay had gone on the tour of the building, and that's how then Because I thought he... they ended up back at the mall. But I could be wrong. Because I also thought it was City Hall, but then when they actually are, like, going for this heist, I was like, they just look like they're at the mall. 
I mean, maybe it was just a little uh, bad set de- set decoration situation, but it sounds because they just because of the way like Seth was like being super nerdy and like wanting to like talk about right. the tour, and then okay. that was how like Che had somehow gone up onto the roof and like put the table on the door, so that's how they were going to be able to like sneak in from the roof, but they had okay. to like climb up. And he was talking so about so then how he, my like, initial instinct and... that it was City Hall were correct. I believe so because I also wrote down City Hall just tour. Confusing. Yeah. Okay. Because like I had written down City Hall, and then afterwards I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. But then they got get talking about snow cones and they like <laughs> because um, they also like Che has a grappling hook. I feel like that needs to be mentioned. Well yeah, because that's because he talked about how like he had been like in he like climbed Denali and I was just like, No, you didn't. Right. No. I mean I would love to go see Denali, but like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Che. No, you did not. Yeah. And also like in 2007, mm-hmm. him like him calling it Denali is actually a good thing, but it was technically still Mount McKinley, officially, except or like by the country in Alaska themselves they had changed back to Denali, which is the indigenous name that it was given to the mountain, but like it didn't become officially Denali everywhere until like 2015, so. While it oh. actually sounds, yeah, so it actually sounds like it's it's a good thing because he's calling it Denali, but in my head I'm like, that's just him being all like, trying to be like appropriative and all that kind of crap again, being like it's called Denali, whereas like everyone yeah. would have called it McKinley still then. I didn't even catch that because I just randomly know a bun- like a lot about that story because like a I bunch actually of- didn't even know that they'd renamed Mount McKinley. I'm not gonna lie. Well, because yeah, like so like indigenous or not renamed always it, but I guess like officially. Like, like, yeah. Properly named it with its actual name. Yeah, because a whole bunch of, surprise, white Republican old men uh, were mad because Obama uh, officially gave it back its true name of Denali. Right. In 2015. And I just remember, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. I noticed it's really easy to make white Republican men angry. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a drag queen named Denali because she's from Alaska and it's the whole thing. Um, oh, okay. so randomly I know like stuff about Denali. Love that. But yeah, so I just clocked it because I was like, oh man, this is him like actually trying to like being a good person, but in the same way, then it's actually him being a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's the worst. <sighs> but then, yeah, they apparently have the same taste in snow cones. So at this moment you can tell Che is like, oh my God, we are destiny. <laughs> Because nothing says soulmates like loving the same snow cone flavor. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Uh huh. Totally. Totally. <sighs> so bad. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Back at the Coens. Yeah. Someone's at the door. Ryan answers. And it's Taylor's emotional addiction therapist lady <laughs> dropping off a box. <laughs> of things this is where i was confused like i fully understand taylor getting rid of this stuff but why are you giving it to ryan i know yeah like it was because yeah like none of it was like his stuff it's not like she like had his berkeley sweater no which also like if i ever had like a boyfriend sweater and like i mean unless it was like an absolute awful breakup like probably keeping that sweater right (laughs) um isn't that the goal in life is to get your like significant other's sweater and like it just become yours. <laughs> it's my goal. <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, she, so she's literally giving him back random garbage that he didn't know she had. Right. 
seems counterproductive if we're being honest <laughs> and then like of course taylor's actually in the car so because yeah. ryan's like what the hell is going on like where is she i haven't talked to her and then he sees her and tries to talk to her except that she won't like she won't interact with him yeah so she keeps just like giving her giving him messages through her therapist who's sitting right next to her in the car yeah. ryan's like yeah i heard that like <laughs> Uh, until then, Taylor decides to, like, whisper in her ear strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he's he looks all sad and, like, pathetic at one point where he's, like, sort of, like, leaning on the car door. Yeah, oh my god, just, like, Because, <laughs> like, they're in a convertible. So he's just, like, hanging off the side, like, looking up at her with this, like, little puppy dog eye. Yeah, like, his head, like, his chin on, like, the... Yeah. Where, like, the window would be and just being, like... Why are we doing this? Yeah. Like, oh why can't we just work on this together? Yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> I love Ryan Atwood so much. Um, But no, Taylor is set in her decision. So they drive away. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, <clears throat> Seth and Che break into presumably city hall yeah it just the set to me did not read as city hall no probably because they only needed it for this one single scene <laughs> and they weren't gonna build an entire city hall set yeah and didn't have access to one i guess it looked more like city hall so here we are in this weirdo set <laughs> chuck is there in his cage <laughs> They get him. And then they hear something. So they run to the roof. Or I guess they're supposed to be grappling down with this groundhog? Yeah, because they grappled up. That's how they got in. But then now they're going to grapple down carrying a groundhog. Which, in a cage. Yeah, in a cage. And, like, groundhogs aren't necessarily that big. But they're, as we've... Much like 2007 cell phones... Small but thick and dense. Right. Like, it's got to be 20 pounds. Right. Of all the groundhogs I've seen in my life, like, I've never picked one up, but, like, they look it's going to feel like you're hefting up like a small dog. I was going to say, it's got to be at least the same <laughs> as my small dog. For sure. 100%. Right? And, like, the I mean, actual... to be fair, she is pretty light, but I wouldn't want to grapple down a no. wall carrying her. And, like... Even, like, the the groundhog that's in the cage, what, I think there was two groundhogs, because when we saw him earlier, he looked bigger. But, like, the one that's in the cage, like... I'm sure there were two groundhogs. That's, that's a small groundhog. Like, that was the first thing I saw when they had it in there. I was like, wait, is that not a groundhog? Like, that's a small groundhog. Groundhogs are bigger than that normally. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Californian groundhogs are smaller than maybe. Canadian groundhogs. But either way, I'm not hauling off a building. No. Also, I'd just be worried of dropping it, and then you've just <laughs> defeated the entire exercise of liberating this groundhog, because now he's dead. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. They're not able to do this, because Chafer got the ropes inside, so he's going to go back and get them. But, no. naturally, the tape that he put on this door uh, has not held, no. because I don't know what kind of tape he was using. Crappy tape. Yeah. <laughs> get some duct tape, man. Come on. What is this, amateur hour? Where's your black gaffer tape? Come on. Um, so anyway, they're stuck up there now. Yep. Because 
that door closed and it locks from the inside. <laughs> oh my god. And like, so they're stuck out there. So it ends up being like the next morning. They have now slept out there. Yeah. Che's doing Tai Chi yep. or something. Because then he starts screaming and I'm pretty sure that's not part of Tai Chi. I was going to say, it's definitely Tai Chi when he begins, but I'm not sure what the screaming yeah. part was about. And then he starts talking about, to, oh my god, talking to Seth about how like, this is the second night we've spent together. god but then seth like because again seth is totally clueless but he's just like says something about like oh like you're gonna have to go on all your adventures alone now like this and that and jay is like clearly about to be like we're soulmates or whatever but then yeah. security comes in thank god <laughs> oh my god it's all just like so bad yeah well and he's going on about like the plan of the universe and like which Even like if not what you thought or like like I believe which, I feel like I believe right. in like the universe type shit, but not the way Che talks about it. Right. <laughs> the way he talks about it is when why people think other people are crazy. Yes. Correct. Versus just like I think the universe has plans and like tells you things. Yeah. But then there's Che. Uh, Sandy, back at the Coens. It's Kirsten's birthday. He's made her breakfast. It's so cute. He's so cute. I know. Except she's not in the mood. She's <laughs> um for a big breakfast. Yeah. Probably because she's not feeling well. Um. But he like you know says something to her, but like you know you're taking this whole turning forty thing really hard, like. Okay. <laughs> uh, which, of course, is when Ryan comes in. It <laughs> totally clocks the weird, uh, the weird vibe because he's like, uh, "Am I interrupting here?" <laughs> like, uh, Cohen Kitchens. I just want to have kitchen moments with people, right? <laughs> but either way, Kirsten has to go. Uh, Gets a call from her doctor or calls yes. her doctor or something. Gets a call. Gets a call. Gets a call. There we go. Yeah. Um, Sandy's still trying to sort out Kirsten's gift. So Ryan's like, you need any help with that? Yeah. I'm your man. Yeah. Kirsten has to go in to talk to her doctor. She was like, uh, can't you just tell me on the phone? No. She yep. wants to talk to her. Yep. In person. So we're so, all getting scared now. We are. Yep. I mean, I actually wasn't because I had already figured out what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, we have another potential medical emergency. <laughs> yeah. Not actually at all. It's a brief little moment of Caitlin calling Julie and being like, uh, what does it feel like when your appendix bursts? <laughs> and that's all we get of that. <laughs> um. Because then we go back to Taylor yeah. for a minute where she is walking along with her therapist. I guess like at whatever park this is where they're having this strange <laughs> groundhog festival. Um, right. Yeah. The therapist ends up getting called away because she has another patient she needs to deal with. Which is of course when Taylor sees Ryan 
walking along with Sandy. <laughs> because somehow they are all at this park that we have never seen before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I just, it's, uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because she, like, sees him and, like, you can see her having, like, a little bit of an internal struggle. Yeah. And then she ends up bumping into a bunch of people dressed in groundhog costumes. And, like, more than, like, how? Well, it was at least four of them. <laughs> but, like, when we plan what? our next Groundhog Day festival, are we going to need more than one person dressed up like <laughs> okay, a groundhog? Right. Just Where saying. did they even find four groundhog costumes? <laughs> Like, that seems like the kind of thing that if you went to a costume store, they'd have one. And it would be, like, generic brown rodent-y animal. Right. Not necessarily, like, groundhog trademark. I mean, like, I feel like they had to go all the way to L.A. for this. <laughs> for real. Because I could buy L.A. having more than one groundhog costume in the entire city. Yes. Like, that I absolutely believe. <laughs> But Some... I don't think Newport does. No, someone's dad works at, you know, Paramount, who then works in a, who knows somebody yeah. in the costume department of blah, blah. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man. So you can see Taylor has like an idea look on her face and you're yeah. like, what is going on here? Even though you're pretty sure. Yeah. And you're correct. <laughs> so then Julie... After having gotten off this phone call, Caitlin rushes home. And then, of course, surprise, surprise, Caitlin's fine. Yeah. And Bullet's there. Mm-hmm. And he gets down on one knee. Mm-hmm. And Julie's like, uh... <laughs> 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 oh... And of course, like, Caitlin's watching this whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. And Julie, like, really just doesn't know what to say. I know. Because, I mean, if you're if you're Julie Cooper and you haven't spoken to this man in I don't know how long. I'm trying to think of, like, the last time we saw him in an episode. New- well, and I'm trying to, like, figure out how many, like, how long he's supposed to have been gone for. Well, he was definitely in Newport for New Year's Eve. Okay. And then this is supposed to be around Groundhog's Day. So he's probably been gone just shy of four weeks. Okay. So you haven't spoken to this man in four weeks. You weren't really dating. And all of a sudden he's proposing to you. Yeah. Like, what? She's just like, I'm very flattered. (laughs) Galen, please turn off this music. (laughs) Which is, of course, when he brings up the emails. Yeah. And you can see Julie figure it out and like look at Caitlin like, excuse me? And Caitlin's like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Poor Caitlin. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. So Seth and Jay are in prison. Yeah. Jail, whatever. Yeah, and like Jay uses his one phone call to call Summer, Mm -hmm. but to ask her to still go steal Chuck. Yes, not to like get him out or call Sandy or something. Nope. 
She needs to go save the groundhog. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a destiny or whatever. Which, for some reason, Summer decides to do. Well, because, like, you can't really tell at first, right? Because it kind of sounds like she's like, no, but then you, she, you get that, like, that Summer look of, like, oh, man, she's going to go do this. Yeah. Yeah, because then the next we see of her, she's talking to, like, whomever is running this whole thing. Yeah. Like, backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretending she's a reporter for, like, Groundhog Weekly or something, <laughs> which hilarious that she calls it Groundhog Weekly and then proceeds to say that one issue comes out a year. Yeah. <laughs> this woman is obviously like, you're lying, but okay, please just stop bothering me. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, she sees these same groundhogs all dressed. I mean, by groundhogs, I mean people dressed in giant groundhog yeah. costumes. <laughs> and you can see she's getting she's getting an idea. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. You and Taylor are just going to go around stealing groundhog costumes. I have questions about this, too, because all four of those groundhogs seem to be accounted for. Yeah. Was there an extra groundhog uh-huh. suit lying around that Taylor managed to get her hands on? Were there actually five groundhogs? Well, yeah, because we, we learn how Summer gets hers, but, like, eventually. But, yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know about Taylor. Or is there just, like, some dude in his boxes running around without a groundhog costume? Unclear. Ay, 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 ay. But first, we get Julie and Caitlin mm-hmm. talking about these emails. And Bullet and Caitlin's totally like, you're dating someone and I know it. Like, I don't know who it is, but... Yeah. Like, you're hiding that from me. And oh, she did all of this because she said Bullet really cares about Julie. Mm-hmm. And she likes him and he'd make a good stepdad. I know. And that's when you can tell, like, Julie kind of starts to yeah, have realizations and think things and stuff. And yeah. Like, the relationship between Caitlin and Bullet is actually really cute. It's so, so good. Yeah. Because, like, Caitlin just had so much of, like, the short end of the stick, parents-wise. Yep. <laughs> so, um, Caitlin agrees to tell him the truth, but she's still going to take him to Kirsten's party. So. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> so, then we flip over to Kirsten, who's just gotten home, and Julie calls her and gives her this whole story. Yeah about the proposal and like how she's actually seeing somebody else like Caitlin and Kirsten's just like oh yeah okay congratulations I have to lie down (laughs) Julie's like what (sighs) it's so good I know (laughs) it's so good because it's the most like ridiculous amount of information that she just gave her all at once and she just like doesn't react to it at all at all Whatever Kate, uh, Kirsten has just learned is bigger big. than Speak. everything that Julie just said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bigger than Julie dating a mystery man and getting an unexpected proposal. From a billionaire oil tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what is happening? Sandy's still trying to figure out Kirsten's gift. Yeah, and then apparently he's managed to track down somebody at a junkyard. Mm-hmm. intrigue uh, and they're going to be able to bring the present to the yacht club yep and 
so again, because, like, he's talking with Ryan, and, like, <laughs> this is when we get Taylor in the groundhog costume. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> and you get the whole, like, like the head, like, on top of the camera, so you're, like, looking through, like, the mesh holes yeah, the of the eyeball. Mesh. It's so creepy and hilarious <laughs> oh. all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, like, inching closer. Yeah. And, like, it's not subtle because she's in a giant groundhog costume. So obviously Ryan notices. So she tries to run away, but trips and falls and the head comes flying off. (laughs) (sighs) Oh boy. Yeah. And then on the TV in the jail. Yeah. We see someone in a groundhog costume stealing Newport Chuck right off the stage. Yep. And, like, the the reporters are saying, you know, like, oh, you know, police have arrested a, a girl who has stolen Chuck, blah, yeah. blah. So, of course, Jay is like, oh, my God, Summer did it. Yep. And then the groundhog walks into the jail. Yep. And it's not Summer. It is not Summer. It's this other girl that we saw. Yep. Who is credited only as hippie girl. Yeah. <laughs> or hippie chick, I think. I think it is hippie chick, I think. Yeah. Right? <sighs> Which, like, I can't believe they, they didn't go with Groundhog Girl. Right? Um, well, yeah, that was a fail. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, Seth is talking to our friend Daryl. That's uh, right. Who has been in a multitude of episodes now. Yeah. Um, as one of the homeless people that came to Thanksgiving. He's one of the guys that, like, Sandy's helped a few times. I think he was part of, like, the jacket drive with yeah. uh, Will and Caitlin. He's always just kind of popping up. And Che was about to, again... Oh, yeah. ...explain to Seth how he was a bullfrog and Seth was an otter and they're destined. But as he's about to say it... <laughs> the groundhog takes off the head yeah it is not summer yep it is this girl and he realizes <laughs> it wasn't an otter it, it wasn't was a otter. groundhog it was a groundhog <laughs> and then i guess they immediately fall in love with each other yeah they just like walk towards towards each other as if they're like drawn he just like puts his hand on her like furry <laughs> paw paw and they're just like in love so then like when when seth gets out because, like, I guess Sandy's bailed them both out. so good. He just stays. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm staying until we're both free. <laughs> and Seth's just, like, works for me. And, and totally just, like, dips. And bails. Like, same, Seth. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, hopefully this is the last. Well, I mean, we see him again momentarily. But yeah. I think we're done with Che now. Yes. Finally. Yeah. Um, uh, Sandy, like, Sandy's yes. at the jail picking up Seth. He calls Kirsten, right. and she's like, "Can we like not have anything big tonight?" And he's like, "Uh, no, you have to meet me at the yacht club." And that's when then like a driver <laughs> shows up to pick up Kirsten and take her to the yacht club. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> And then at the Yacht Club, it's so funny, Ryan and Seth are outside and they're talking about the whole 
stealing Newport Chuck debacle and Seth yeah. ending up in jail and getting bailed out. And he's like, Sandy's not even mad. <laughs> well, he's like, no, he's waited 18 years for me to be arrested for political, for political protest. This is, yeah, like this is probably the most proud he's ever been. <laughs> so funny. And then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sandy comes driving up in a mail truck. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh, and while it's not the exact mail truck that they did whatever they did in, uh, <laughs> it's the exact same model. And it's yeah. just like super cute. It's adorable. Oh, and then he gives her an envelope with an like around the world trip. Yeah. Uh, First class. First class air tickets for just the two of them. I feel like a world, like around the world trip, like would be so expensive. It would take so long. It's too much. Tra- like that seems like too much for me. Okay, but if you're doing it the way they'd be doing it, fair. Like, yeah, first fair. class air travel. That's fancy. Yeah, that's nice. Like, well, and like, but you'd have to be taking like two months, right? They give you real cutlery. <laughs> You get, like, free champagne. Yeah. But Kirsten, because Sandy says something about, like, this is, like, the best present ever. And she's like, I think I have something that could top that. Mm -hmm. And then she asks Sandy to go talk in private. Yep. And he's, like, worried at first because he's like, are you sick? And she's like, only in the mornings. (laughs) And he's like, wait, what? She is, in fact, pregnant. Yes. He's happy. They're happy. They're cute. It's super cute. Well, because, like, it's so crazy because the whole, like, obviously, like, now, like, so many people have kids when they're 40. Right. It's not, like, as weird. But it, but just the fact that, like, this is, like, this is a full, like, second family. Like, this is, like, Seth yeah. is a grown-up. Like, that's what kind of makes it. Because they've been together their entire, like... You know, they were, like, college sweethearts kind of a thing. It's just the, like, oh, okay, and we're starting over again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if they had, like, met five years ago and were having a baby now, like, no one would even, like, you know, bad enough. Right. Eye, but... Well, it, I know it's funny because <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was, like, I feel like it used to sound so old to have a baby when you're 40, and now yeah. it's, like, super common. hmm Totally. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But then we go into the party with Julie. Yes, we do. Um, she oh, this is she's what she's is watching. She's she's <laughs> she's watching Caitlin and Bullet. They're kind of like talking or whatever. And she goes oh, over right, and this is where she says she says no to the proposal. Mm-hmm. And like Caitlin gets ready to storm off, and she's like, no, 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 like sit down, just wait. Um, and she's like, but uh, like I'm willing to get to know you, and if yeah love develops then like yes i will absolutely marry you so they're not engaged but they are dating yeah um and then they all have like a little like mini family hug yeah it's cute Mm -hmm. Uh... (laughs) and cd kirsten tell the boys about kirsten being pregnant and it's so funny because like i feel like their reactions are just completely so true like they're like oh what and Seth's like that's weird and Ryan's just like congrats yeah (laughs) 
And I'm like, one of those reactions is definitely the reaction of someone who has known these people as his parents for only three years. <laughs> and definitely the reaction of someone who's has who has grown up with his parents since being a child. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're all happy. They give each other hugs. Yeah. And Seth makes some sort of comment about how, like, now it doesn't even matter that I got arrested or like. Oh, yeah. And Kirsten's like, what? Sandy's like, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. (laughs) But then Sandy and Kirsten go into the party and the boys go to pick up Summer slash talk to Taylor. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So there's... I, I don't... I mean, I guess Chase staying there, so that's why he brings this random girl over. Well, I think they were coming to get the groundhog. Right. Maybe. Because yeah, so I don't... so yeah, so we so Summer and Che and Girl are there, and Summer is giving them the groundhog because it actually was in fact Summer who stole yes. the groundhog, not the girl. Yes. Uh, she borrowed the girl's groundhog outfit um but then yeah then that's when like seth comes and like takes summer away and then i think we're i think we're done with jay thank god <laughs> and then summer says something about like i hope we're not late to your mom's party or like birthday party and she's like well maybe it's a baby shower maybe we're not saying anything about that but i'll explain it later and he's just kind of like <laughs> rambling along and rambling. summer's like wait huh, what? <laughs> so funny yeah <laughs> Taylor like flops down onto her bed, all yeah. like basically just mortified and yeah, done with everything. And she gets a phone call, <laughs> and it's someone breathing like heavily into the phone in that like creepy like. <sighs> <laughs> and at first, I was like, "What is happening?" And I'm like, "What are you wearing?" Yeah, and yeah, not even like a sexy one. It was just like very like, <laughs> like, like Batman like, or Bane. Like, like, what are you wearing? <laughs> Yeah, like the creepy way. <laughs> like a someone's going to stab you in your own house in a moment kind of a way. Yeah, like that's what I thought he was going to say was like, the call's coming from inside the house. Right. Um, but no, it's, it's just Ryan like trying attempt- to stalk her. <laughs> <laughs> Which she is hilariously like, that's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. I know. <laughs> So they have this whole little, like, banter back and forth of, like, how they can just take turns stalking each other. Yeah. (laughs) It's really funny. Yeah. And then they head to the party. Yes. And that's where we get Julie. And Julie's having this moment of, like, watching Caitlin and Bullet dance. And then watching Sandy and Kirsten dance. And then, like, Seth and Summer are there. And then Ryan and Taylor are there. So then she goes outside to make a phone call. To say that she can't meet this person. She's going to be with Bullet. Because mm-hmm. it's the best thing for her family. Which, fair. Fair. The other time she married a rich guy, not necessarily the best thing for her family. But this time it actually, like, kind of is. Yes. Although, to be fair, also, like, she also has to be happy. Correct. Like, you can't just marry someone because your daughter likes him. I know. Anyway. Um, okay, and then in a surprise to absolutely no one. Yeah. 
uh, we find out that the person she's been seeing and talking to this entire time is Frank Atwood. Yeah. Who is sitting in his hotel room after he hangs up the phone looking at what? What is this? Oh, really? Because he was also going to propose because they've been also dating for more than five seconds. Which again, he came into play also at New Year's. Right. And at least Julie and Bullet had actually known each other prior to New Year's because they right. kind of had the last couple months, like, you know, or who knows. But Do you like, know everyone on this show? Actually, mostly just the adults. Yeah. At this point, it's just, yeah. Please know each other and be together for more than four weeks before you decide to get married. Well, Are and you all? like, it's also a scotch on the complicated side because it's Ryan's real life dad. Right. So like this whole like Cooper Cohen commingling of family weirdness. Oh, that's true. I hadn't even thought about the continued commingling. Kirsten and Jimmy were a thing, but then Jimmy married Julie, but then like Kirsten and Jimmy had, but then like Kirsten, Julie married Kirsten's dad. So then that was a thing. So then they were all related. And then there was a thing. So then like Marissa and and like, and then now that's actual like Ryan's real dad. And like, oh my God. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. If this was like, you know, real housewives of soap opera, you know, shit, some very southern place, like, but no, like, ugh. aren't there real housewives of Orange County? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was not Orange County, like if it was oh. to me, this this is a little too famili- familial. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was alluding to something slightly more backwoods oh, yeah. Um, yeah. country styles. But, like, ugh. and then, like, now we have to deal with Frank again. And, like, I don't I want know. to. I know. And that's our episode. Like, that's it. We have four episodes left to wrap all of this up. Yeah. Like, what happens with Summer and Seth? What happens with Seth and Taylor? No, wait. Sorry. Uh, Taylor and Ryan. <laughs> I knew what you meant. What happened? Like, where did, who does Julie end up with? Why is Frank still there? Uh, Caitlin, uh, Kirsten's having a baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And then I know that in the end there's like an event that happened like it's all very unclear did you have any super california moments there was a moment um where they did like a beach shot and then there was like an actual surfing shot that like went under the water yes that's the one right after the the theme song yeah i heard that as well maybe that's why i missed writing down the theme song Probably. I was distracted. <laughs> I was by like, the ocean. whoa. <laughs> um, as we mentioned, the therapist is a new person. Um, yeah. Allison LaPlaca. She's definitely one of those people who has been on an episode of every single show. Oh, yeah. Uh, but she was Rachel's boss when Rachel, like, gets her first job in fashion. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that, like, was dating Chandler for a bit. Yeah. And, like, Rachel handcuffs Chandler to the filing cabinet and he hits himself in the head. Those episodes. Yeah. Her. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Joanne or something? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Or Joanna, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay's still the most annoying? Yes? Totally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, a hippie chick, I realize she's in barely anything. Uh, the only reason I made any note of her at all, Sandra McCoy, um, is because she's also in a random episode of Supernatural where she plays a random Crossroads demon, and I was like, oh yeah, that's why she's familiar. <laughs> Uh, and this is the point in the podcast where you take the drink for Supernatural. Um... <laughs> I was like, that's embarrassing that I recognize her. 
<laughs> oh man. Yes, Che is still the most annoying. Yes. He's probably going to take the most annoying for this entire series. Or at the very least, this season. Definitely this season. Hands down. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to have to ponder for the whole series, though. I don't know, man. I might. I might. <laughs> I might have to go with Che. I'm going to have to look back at all of the yeah. most annoying people. But. Yeah. Um, there was like a fair handful of songs in this episode. There were some Chemical yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Chemical Brothers. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, the Stills of Montreal. I went with um, Silver Spun Pickups because the second yes. it started, I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one I went with, too. I was like, oh, Silver Spun Pickups. Remember them? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it was. I, could, I, like, I immediately recognized the song, but I didn't know like who it was. And I looked and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have a favorite set this song? Um, I liked when he was talking to, uh, when Sandy was talking about, like, I could have been in the CIA. <laughs> and Seth, like, pokes his head forward in the car and he's like, I hear they're known for their birthday parties. And for anyone who's new here, obviously I have the exact same quote written down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I, I loved all of it. Like, even, like, the physicality of the way he, like, moved forward <laughs> in the car was just hilarious. Like... <laughs> And also, just I hear they're known for their birthday parties. It's just <laughs> extremely funny when you're talking about the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. what We have episode 13 coming up. Again, no idea. No What's idea. What's this, this one called? Uh, it is called The Case mm. of the Franks. Oh, which I feel like I don't like already. Right? <laughs> okay. So, obviously, Frank Atwood's going to be in this episode. Yeah. But why are there more than one? Yeah. That's quite right. Is there is there multiple Franks? Are there other Franks? Hmm. I don't know. Guess we'll see. Oh, this sounds like it's going to be a weird episode. I'm not going to say anything, but there might have something to do with the fortune teller. Um okay right aren't you all now intrigued you want to tune in next week i think so oh <laughs> uh, so yeah we will see you next week and we're like so close to wrapping up the oc oh I my know. god man 2022 one tree hill coming at you yeah <laughs> we'll see you next week bye